The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody, on this, I don't know, conflicted spring morning? Is that what we should say? It's trying to sun, it's being kind of cloudy. Cut storms coming in in a while, as you definitely heard from Brad Travis. But all in all, I think it's safe to say that in North Alabama and the Tennessee Valley, spring has sprung. And I am just so glad I was ready for it, even with all of its unpredictability. You know, Saturday morning before I went to coffee call, I think it was like 36 degrees out. I mean, I had to put on my long winter coat. And then it warmed up, and by the end of the day, I mean, I was seeing people everywhere in cargo shorts and T-shirts, and it's just kind of how it is at the moment. But we are blessed We are free. We are in a wild place in our country, and um, we need to hit our knees. And I want to, you know, I try and stay away from political, well, no. It isn't that I try and stay stay away from political stuff. It is that the Tennessee Valley Spotlight radio show is not inherently a political talk show. But we do talk about stuff from time to time. So I am going to toss something your way. And this is for the purpose, largely, not exclusively, of just giving information. But more than anything, I am hoping that you will take the time to see this. Most of us, I would say, within this area and within, uh, well, let's just put it this way, from our Attorney General on down, who made a point when he was recently in Washington, D.C., of saying that he did not believe that the current occupant of the White House was the duly elected president. And, of course, he ruffled some feathers, and I'm glad that he did. And yet, like so many things, you have to wonder, okay, well, Where's the proof of that? And for people who have been following it, I believe that there is abundant proof that that is, in fact, the case. And I want to go past political partisanship, because here's the thing. If we do not make voting secure and fair and consistent and based in integrity for all Americans, wherever they came from, if they have become Americans and are legally registered voters, all Americans should have the ability to vote. I don't think that's a particularly controversial position to take. Well, Dinesh D'Souza, who is a conservative man, and for those of you that are not familiar with him, Dinesh came to the United States as a teenager, and he went to Dartmouth College, I believe, and went on to be involved in, I think he worked uh, in the um, for presidencies, he's think tank, he's someone who's written close to, I think, 20 books. Uh, smart guy no matter what you think of his political positions, the guy is a smart guy, thinks on his feet, 
And uh, he is producing a documentary that I want to make you aware of because I'm really hoping that he'll begin to scout out where it is going to be shown in our fair area. Most of the time when Dinesh has produced documentaries in the past, they have um, been shown in Huntsville theaters and they're worth the hike. The guy does his homework and he is able to make some statements because he's a brown American. Nobody can play the supremacist card with him because he is indeed an immigrant who became a citizen legally and is probably more familiar with the Constitution than a whole lot of folk who were born and raised here, no matter what their color is. So Dinesh is putting out a documentary that is called 2,000 Mules, M-U-L-E-S, drawing from the slang language that is used to describe people who carry drugs back and forth for dealers or into the states for the purpose of them being dispensed. Mules are people who are effectively their couriers. And what ended up happening in the 2020 election is that people were paid to stuff ballot boxes. And here's the deal. (laughs) They had to take pictures of themselves having completed the deed in order to get paid. And between taking pictures of themselves and surveillance cameras, you would think that would be enough. But what Dinesh was able to do was purchase the rights to examine the geo-tracking data. And basically, I mean, it's no newsflash to anybody who listens to this radio program or any other that talks about things that are going on in our country. It's, it's no surprise that, you know, all of us would admit that to one way, one degree or another, we are living in a 1984 scenario where our movements are tracked and our conversations are listened to and anybody can find us one way or another at just about any any time of day and we know this and we 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 live in in rather a large state of denial but everybody nobody that's listening to this is going to go man she is so whacked that's not happening no we all know that it's happening so the reason why I'm making that point is that the geo-tracking software is something that literally shows the pings of cell phones off of towers. And they end up creating a map that makes it very, very easy to show where people were. So you might say, yeah, well, they use burn, burn phone, burn, uh, I can do this, burner phones, not burn phoners, burner phones. And um, they didn't, they were not connected with their own phone. That is true. But you have this unbelievable pattern of burner phone pings uh, 
between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. I mean, that's when every self-respecting person who's doing absentee ballot or um, putting ballots, mail-in ballots, that's when everybody goes to vote, is between midnight and 5. I mean, don't you know? That's that's the, the high traffic time. And they literally have millions of bits of information. And so what Dinesh has done is he has compiled all of this into a documentary. And it is not partisan by nature, because here's, here's the thing. In our country, people are guaranteed the right to vote or to run, even if the premise of their belief system isn't consistent with the mainstream. That's what makes our country so amazing. And so when I tell you that it is just as important to me to protect the voting rights of liberals as it is conservatives, I am saying God's honest truth. Because if we don't preserve the way that votes are cast in the manner that they were originally intended, what's going to happen is if one group's voting ability gets suppressed, then ultimately everybody's vote is going to get suppressed. So what's my point? Keep your eye out for 2,000 mules, and when it hits the screens, go see it. Buy some popcorn, take some folks, watch the trailer now. It's, It's available and it's compelling. But do your part to educate yourself about what happened without turning into a lunatic. Just get the facts, ma'am or sir, and do what you can to protect the vote, no matter what your party is. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show on WKAC 1080, and we'll be back in a jiff. First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Should you ever need to relight your pilot light, take precautions. Use a match holder when relighting and keep your face and body away from the opening of the appliance. If the pilot or main burner does not ignite or does not stay lit, call Athens Gas Department at 232-1440. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected.
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And I am going to open up my heart about something. And the reason why is because we seem to be in our culture. We find it in the Word. We find it in just about every culture. Um, 50 years worth of something is kind of a big deal. Certainly, 50 years in a marriage, especially in our culture these days, is a big deal. And what I am coming up on very soon here in, in this spring and culminating with the summer is the 50th anniversary of when my life completely changed. And I made a 100% commitment to be a Christian. And what I'm going to head toward here is something that I, I put in this edition of Athens Now that has just hit the stands over the weekend, and I called it the spring break that changed everything. And I'm going to tell you the story about what happened in the spring break that changed everything. Before we get started, I want to let you know that Brittany Leonard Brown is going to come and visit us at the at the bottom of the hour, and we are going to discuss her run for district judge, position two for Limestone County. She's on the on the front cover of Athens now for this uh, this edition. And I expect that we're going to have a, a good time and uh, get get her story and her reasons for running and her credentials and qualifications out there so that when the election comes up on May 24th, you can make your choice and also know that her opponent is going to be as well on the front cover of Athens now, and we will be interviewing him as well. And so that's what I love about America and what I love about being in Athens-Limestone County is that almost always we have good folk that are principled and they're running for the same position and uh, they all come out of it better even if they don't win because if you keep your integrity and you keep making a stand for certain things, you're going to improve as a person, but I'm stealing thunder from myself here. Back to the story, back to the spring break. I uh, became a born-again believer in the midst of an extraordinarily crazy time, and that was 50 years ago. For those of you that are that old and older, late 60s, 70s, and beyond, you will remember that 50 years ago we were having to deal with the aftermath of Charles Manson, Kent State had happened, campuses were blowing up, 
there were race riots, there were anti-war riots, there were every type of imaginable type of riot there was. In the political scene, people who were involved in Washington politics at that time were pretty much labeled one thing or another. It was not Democrats or liberals back then. It was hawks and doves. And that had to do with their position on the war in Vietnam. And you had hippie kids that had gone south (laughs) or west or whatever way you want to call it. And it was the era of drugs, sex, rock and roll. Um, John Lennon and Yoko Ono (laughs) had what they called a a bed in. And um, they stayed... (laughs) Sorry, it's just so lame. They stayed in bed for a week thinking that that was going to bring world peace. I mean, it was a wackadoodle time. Don't be thinking that right now is the only time that we have seen true insanity in our country. Well, it was during that time that I became a Christian, and in the spring of my freshman year, I was attending Oberlin College, I joined InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. And InterVarsity Christian Fellowship would descend, like the rest of college campus kids from west of the Mississippi, east of the Mississippi, excuse me, on Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for spring break. And it was legendary and still is for being party central and crazy and debauched and in some cases dangerous. And we would go... um, and talk to people and spread the gospel on the beach during the day in teams. And then at nighttime, there would be concerts and different kinds of things. And this one particular night, I had an experience that changed my life, truly. And somehow, my ministry partner, it wasn't like I was in any danger, so don't think that. But my ministry partner was not close by. There were all kinds of other people close by. But I found myself speaking one-to-one with a man who I would guess perhaps he was in his 30s. And he was repulsive to look at. He was kind of like an oily weasel. And it turned out that this man was literally on the run from the police in Ohio because he had tried to set on fire a house that was full of black people and it was for the purpose of killing them. Now, most of you as listeners know that I grew up in the civil rights movement. I had my life threatened for being involved in the civil rights movement and I've always despised racism no matter where it shows up and I always will. And in that moment, I was face to face with everything in a human being that I found reprehensible. Anti-Semitism right in there with, with the same feeling of, you've got to be kidding me. And yet, this man was willing, at least seemingly on the surface, to give his life to Christ. And I didn't have one drop of love or compassion for his soul in me, I'm telling you straight up, I felt nothing but contempt. And yet, here he was, seemingly, 
wanting to repent for what he had done. And the experience that I had was, I don't know, it kind of felt like the top of my head was a was was a the top of a the lid of a teapot with a hinge on it you know that you'd tip back in order to pour water in and what came into me and through me and out onto the sand was the most unbelievable except that I was experiencing it sense of the love of God for this completely messed up man it was the first time that I experienced what people sometimes so glibly describe as hating the sin, but loving the sinner. And it undid me. It absolutely undid me. And this man, through tears, accepted the Lord. And I, I was just gobsmacked, as they say in the UK, at watching this transformation and what ended up happening was he we prayed and he walked away and I walked down to the beach and just got to the edge of the water and let it lap on my feet and you all know that I love the beach anyway and that particular night there was a moon that took up the sky is really the only way I can describe it. It was huge and pale and beautiful. And I just stood there and wept. Because really and truly for the first time, I experienced to a depth that I didn't know was possible the truth that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe on him wouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. And I want to make something really clear. For the sake of justice, do I hope that the guy was, was caught and tried? Yeah, I do. Grace doesn't mean that you just get to get away with stuff. What he did was horribly, horribly wrong, and it would have been horribly wrong no matter who did it to try and kill a house full of people through fire because you hated the color of their skin. I don't care who you are. That's just straight up wrong. But to experience the fact, and and you know, I would have gone and visited him in jail. Why? Because the word makes it really clear that if we even hate in our hearts, that we're we're guilty. Not there <laughs> ain't one of us that's clean here, folks. Ain't one of us that is is somehow so magically pure in your own self and motives and actions that you don't need the savior. I mean, this is the season of spring. This is when we celebrate the fact that somebody loved us so much that they were willing when they were sinless and they were indeed pure to take every horrible thing that every human being has ever thought or done or felt upon them that we might be free. And so that happened 50 years ago. And that was the beginning of a truly remarkable change that has gone on. 
And I wanted to share that with you because I think sometimes people forget really and truly what it is like to experience the love of God, how humbling it is when you realize that you're no better than anybody else and that everybody needs the love of the Savior. So that's my story. I just bared my heart. I hope it feeds somebody. And uh, when we come back after Yellowhammer News, we're going to shift gears big time. And Britley Leonard Brown, who is an attorney, is going to come and tell us about her run for Limestone County Judge, District 2. I mean, excuse me, Place 2. And we'll hear all about it in about six minutes. We'll be back. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Hi, my name is Takia, and a little thing that I love about the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich is when I take a bite, it's the perfect blend from the bacon to the cheese. It's perfection. Hey, I'm Katora, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is it kind of melts in your mouth, so you know it's creamy, cheesy, and delicious. This gooey mac makes me cheese every time. (laughs) Order dinner delivered on the Chick-fil-A app today. Delivery fee and other restrictions apply. Real guests paid for their testimonials. That's the sound of a crack in the ceiling found at a home inspection. But with a Realtor by your side, a newfound leak might only cause minor worries. With their expertise, a Realtor can suggest a credit at closing and even connect you to a contractor to help you shore up that leak and alleviate your worries. When it comes to cracks in your plans, the expertise of a Realtor can make all the difference. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. A $225 million statewide project approved. I'm Elizabeth Kramer, and you're listening to YHN News. Governor Kay Ivey recently announced that $225 million in COVID-19 pandemic relief funds have been approved for statewide water and sewer infrastructure improvements. The funds will be used to improve access to clean water and sewer infrastructure projects of the Alabama Department of Environmental Management. U.S. Senate candidate Mo Brooks, a Republican of Huntsville, earns endorsement of retired U.S. Army Brigadier General and Chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Representative Scott Perry, a Republican of Pennsylvania. Perry was elected chairman of the organization in 2021. Brooks was a founding member of the Freedom Caucus in 2015 and is still a member. A hotly debated highway is about to get some new life. YHN's Brian Tilton has more. As part of the federal infrastructure spending bill passed last year, Alabama is getting $369 million for the 52-mile Beltline northeast of Birmingham. Reuters reports some environmental groups are unhappy with the focus on a highway they say many do not want and runs counter to President Biden's green policies. The mayor of Gardendale believes the road could speed commute times and attract manufacturers serving the state's auto industry. The state has not committed any dollars to the project. For YHN News, I'm Brian Tilton. 
Ed Farm, in partnership with Birmingham City Schools, unveiled Friday the Southampton Innovation Library. This is the organization's first learning space designed through its Ed Farm Spaces initiative. The goal of Spaces is to further Ed Farm's vision to create an inventive world where all people have access to the tools they need to create or fill jobs of the future. I'm Elizabeth Kramer, and you're listening to YHN News. We've all fallen into boring routines. We just keep doing what has to get done. Isn't it time to escape the old routine and make time for yourself? Make time to go out with old friends. Make time to add excitement back into your life. Make time to feel like a winner again. Life is more fun when you live it. So what are you waiting for? Escape every day at Wind Creek Casino and WindCreekCasino.com. 256 Today is smart news for smart people. 256today.com is the place for the latest news on business, government, education, and community in North Alabama. 256today.com is a dedicated local team reporting the news that impacts your daily life. We live here, we work here, and we play here. Join us at 256today.com. We are smart news for smart people like you. Uh, Good morning. Noticeably more clouds out there from start to finish today. A little more humidity. South winds at 7 to 12. No rain today. It's going to be warmer with highs in the low to mid-70s. Rain chances increase overnight tonight. We'll likely have scattered showers and thunderstorms tomorrow morning. Gusty winds, heavy rain, and maybe some small hail. But right now, the severe weather threat should stay well south of us. And then as we go into Wednesday, we've got first alert for Wednesday. There's a possibility it's a conditional threat for some strong and maybe brief severe thunderstorm Late in the morning on Wednesday into the afternoon, we'll keep you up to date. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Forecast the service of Athens State University, your university, your way. Visit Athens State University online at athens.edu. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And I have with me in the studio office a young woman who is planning on, if all goes according to what she's feeling on her heart and what the voters decide, becoming the district court judge position two for Limestone County. And her name is Brittley Leonard Brown. Hi there. Good morning. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Glad I'm so, to be here. Would you do me a favor, please? Because I think there are people that get confused. What is the difference between district court position two and circuit court and can you just give us a little bit of education here as to what slot and what kinds of trials happen in those because i get confused i mean when i was working on your article i almost got it (laughs) wrong so can you can you tell us please what that how that works so it's mainly a jurisdictional difference circuit court does trial jury trials district court does not that's one of the huge differences so in district court it's going to be all about bench trials and that's 
district court place one and place two it's bench trials it's just in front of a judge there are no jury trials there um place one which is judge gray west he does a lot of juvenile matters and he handles the sheriff traffic violations place two is going to be a lot of civil actions as far as evictions collecting on debts that are owed breaches of contract for generally smaller amounts the larger amounts can go to the circuit court but they can go to district court also and then place two will also handle uh, that state trooper traffic violation so those are going to be the main things handled in that place two court okay so when it comes to district court there's place one and place two. Correct. When it comes to circuit court, is there a place there one There is place a place two? one and place two. Place one is Judge Chad Wise, and place two is now Judge Matt Huggins. Okay. And so in place one, what are the, if for them, I'm getting, I'm getting us properly schooled here. So, so they're going to handle criminal trials, uh, domestic, so divorces, um, and thing, and larger civil cases, that have larger dollar amounts. Okay. And what about, we, we throw around the term drug court a lot in our county. So drug court can actually end up in more than one um, Yes, yeah, so there's courtroom, right? this thing called concurrent jurisdictions. More than one judge can handle it based on the jurisdiction. And so you can kind of shuffle things around, and it's going to be up to the presiding judge who handles what, which is Judge Chadwise. Okay. Now, one last question, then we'll talk about what you're doing. When when you are being, if I were accused of something, do I get to have a choice as to whether or not I want a bench trial or a jury trial? Is that something that the de- defendant can choose? It depends on the case. You can request a jury trial depending on what you're charged with. So that's kind of too broad for me to get into specifics okay. about this is all the cases where you could choose a jury trial okay, but, but it just ge- depends in, in on general, you could, what you're uh, being charged with okay. you can request a jury trial and what would you say are the pros and the cons of being of asking for a bench trial what what works for i mean you, everybody wants justice okay but the purpose for a bench trial, I know it, it certainly saves time because you don't have to go through jury selection. I get that. And you don't have to have the, the um, it, it makes it, I would guess, a whole lot more responsibility on the shoulders of the judge because they're it. They're the judge and the jury in that moment, and then they've got to figure out sentencing. So what, if, if, you're, if you've got a client that you are representing, what kinds of things will you recommend them to have a bench trial for? And what kinds of things would you recommend that they have a jury trial for? Honestly, I don't handle a lot of cases in my current practice that you would request a jury trial. Okay. So that's kind of difficult for me to answer okay. as an attorney. Okay. Um, I do some insurance cases, but it's mainly on the defense side. And, of course, on the defense side, you don't want a jury trial if you don't have to have one. So it's normally the plaintiff. I'm not a plaintiff attorney, so I wouldn't really be able to speak well to that. I don't want to speak out of turn since I don't practice that type of law a lot. That's exactly. Those kinds of answers are exactly why people need to get to know you because you're wanting to make a difference in our community you and i have talked extensively you're wanting to make a difference in our community and i think that one of the things that 
causes people to garner trust is when it, when somebody has an answer to a question and they give that answer and they know it, fine. And if they don't know it exactly, <laughs> they admit, I don't know it and I'll find out for you or, you know, we'll explore that together. I think that's the kind of thing that people are really looking yeah, for. Yeah, I will not try to give you an answer I do not know. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that's good. Because that will always come back to bite you. I know that's the case. Okay, so tell us a little bit about you. You are an Athens native. You grew up Athens High School, Correct. Athens, 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 Athens. And Athens, then, Athens, Athens. Yep. <laughs> and, and then um, and you're, you were always involved in the community. That's something that was just kind of your bread and butter from the get-go. And then off you went to college. And what happened? Well, I went down to Tuscaloosa. Had a good four years. I did change my major a lot. I'm not going to lie. I mean, at 18 years old, you think you know what you want to do. And then you get to college and start taking classes. And you're like, well, maybe this is what I want to do. You've got more choices. (laughs) Yeah, I can remember that feeling myself. You've got so many choices. And if you have certain kinds of skill sets, you can do several things that are kind of in the same general area. But when you have to really decide what you're going to do then it's like okay so you were kind of you thought the two that that nearly went out your biggest battle was am I going to go for pre-med or am I going to go for law okay that is correct I spent a lot my first two years were mainly focused on science sciences and math calculus physics chemistry uh, and I love that stuff but then realized that maybe medicine was not for me as far as being able to put things in separate boxes I'm I found I was not great at compartmentalizing Mm -hmm. and not taking the negatives of it home with me so I switched over to business and I've always been interested in law my mom a few years ago and she is searching high and low for this found something when I was nine years old I said I wanted to be a judge now what goes through a nine-year-old's head to want to be a judge who knows (laughs) Listen, I I know someone who has been a guest on this show who was a neurosurgeon he felt like God told him to be a neurosurgeon and he had no idea what that was and he was eight so don't be thinking you're crazy we we are going to take a break this is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight radio show I'm on with Brittany Leonard Brown, who's running for district judge, place two. We're going to get a little more about her background and um, find out about what she's doing, what she wants to do. She becomes our judge. We'll be back in a gif. You know you can hear WKAC on the radio, on your computer, and on your smartphone, but now here's another way. Alexa, play WKAC. WKAC from TuneIn. Hello. That's right. If you're the proud owner of an Amazon Echo device, Alexa will direct you to your favorite oldies on WKAC via the TuneIn Radio app. And it's absolutely free. Just say, Alexa, play WKAC, and listen to all our great programming in crystal clear quality, day or night. It's just another way to serve our listeners from WKAC1080.com and 1080. WKAC. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 
1-256-274-8530. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners now with three locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I have with me, if you're just joining us, here in the studio office, Brittley Leonard Brown, who is an Athens native, Alabama graduate, Alabama Law School graduate, who has been working uh in law for six years and we were talking about what led to that decision and so you went law school won out over pre-med and then you went back to school got a degree from alabama in business worked at compass bank for two years isn't that correct that's correct okay and then decided that you were going to head back to school and become a lawyer so you did that and you graduated and then what happened my girl so then comes the bar (laughs) best part about law school becoming a lawyer you get to study for the bar a lot of sleepless nights there um and the most sleepless nights come when you're waiting for those results <laughs> I mean, it's, but they always get leaked. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but you're given a day when you're going to get those results, but it never fails. It always gets leaked. This, that time it got leaked on Facebook and I'm not a big crier, never have been, <laughs> but I remember my best friend texting me and all it said was we passed and tears started streaming. I mean, I was like, I never have to take this test again. Well, and, and statistically that's kind of an anomaly, isn't it? I mean, it really is far more common that people do not pass the bar the first time around. Well, one thing that people don't realize is that the bar is graded on a curve, so it's not a particular score you have to get, you're graded compared to everyone else, which is also how law school exams are graded. So, I mean, I was used to it by then, but still, it's not just how well you do, it's how well everyone else that's taking it does also. So, that makes it a little bit more nerve-wracking. You kind of have to root against people, which is not in my nature either. There you go. Yeah, that, that, that does seem a little bit conflicted. Okay. Exactly. So, home you came and you got hired. And you built a successful career, and you're real involved in the community, and uh, Rotary, and Interact Club, and um, Council on Aging. You you were raised to be active in the community, and that's something that's just always been there. It's, It's, you know, you don't have to think twice about that. Okay, so take us to the moment when you decided, you know what, I need to run for this. So... It's something 
like I said, obviously, I've been thinking about since I was nine. I guess I lost my way there for a little while with medicine. (laughs) Most people don't think of losing your way with medicine. It's usually drugs or, you know, something crazy. But, oh, yeah, I really went down the wrong path toward medicine. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Well, everything just kind of fell into place. Uh, Judge Huggins took over Judge Baker's seat, and then this district position became available. And... It was one of those that the opportunity presented itself, and you never know when opportunities like this are going to come around again. Um, So I went for the appointment, which I didn't get. Judge Puckett got that, and then we still weren't sure if this was going to be on the ballot because of this amendment that was voted into law, but thankfully the attorney general put out an opinion that stated that it it conflicted with too many other laws pretty much so but really it was it just felt like it was meant to be honestly i understand that uh so that's really what led me to it a lot of prayers a lot of conversations with my husband and he was one of the biggest advocates he was like you you were made to do this and he's like i know sometimes you don't realize about that about mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. Uh, he he really lifts me up a lot so and hey. my family the rest of my family i have best family in the world so <laughs> and and you know when it comes to doing something like this you really become aware of it's not that you need other people in order to forge ahead, but you need other people in order to forge ahead. You understand what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but <laughs> there, there, there is. I completely understand yeah, what you're saying. <laughs> there's the aspect of you got to do it no matter what, and then you realize I, I am no man is an island. I can't do this by myself, and boy howdy, when you have a spouse that absolutely backs you, there, I couldn't do Athens now without Steve. And Steve was the one who knew before I knew that this was, you know, quote unquote, what I was made to do. So, yeah, we had that we had that conversation and hi, yeah, yeah, the rest, the rest is (laughs) history. history. And I'm sure I'm sure if you become elected that you're there will be times when your hair feels like it's on fire as well. So you went ahead, you got qualified. You started the, started the journey, started the process. What would you say is one of the biggest things that you've learned in the season of, of campaigning? What has been your, your best takeaway, if you are elected or if you're not? What is the life lesson that you will take with you, both into your practice and in the other things that you know you'll be doing? Work hard, do your best. If it doesn't work out how you want to do god has another plan for you and i have to remind myself of that a lot during the stress of this campaigning uh because i think we've had this conversation by nature i am a little bit of an introvert and so i'm really stepping out of my comfort zone here but i've loved it because there are things like we've talked about i'm already involved in the community but there are things around the community i didn't know went on that I'm going to continue win or lose because it's gotten me even that more involved. So there's definitely been positive takeaways. And my campaign manager is amazing. That's going to be a lifelong friendship right there now. So that's a great takeaway from it. Um, But overall, it's staying grounded, remembering God has a plan for you. If I lose, this wasn't his plan. There you go. And that there's a very real way in which you can't lose. Because if you're doing the right thing, 
and you're doing it for the right reasons, and you don't necessarily get the slot or the title, those things have a compound effect. Doing the right thing for the right reasons over the long haul, they will absolutely make you into your best version of yourself. And nobody can lose from that. You or the people that are in your sphere. And so, you know, when I first started doing political interviews for Athens Now, <laughs> and here we are, we're in the Bible Belt, and thank God, and I do mean that, People can say, you know, we can pray at football games. So, you know, we're not going to have the ACL try and shut us down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we get to, to live out our values. So when people would run for the same position and they would tell me that they had really prayed about it and they felt like that the Lord wanted them to do that, I kind of go, well, how does that work? Because there's more <laughs> of you than you know, there's just one slot. But then I became very aware of the fact that if people are doing things for the right reasons, they could very well have heard properly, so to speak, from the home office. Yeah, you need to run. That isn't necessarily a promise that you will win. But if you become a better person, you will go back and, and practice law better. You, I mean, but yeah, there's no there's no losing here. I think that's really what my what my point is is there's no losing here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take another break, and then what I want you to do for the rest of the time that we're here is explain to people what you bring to the table, and why it would be in their best interest to choose you on May 24th. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in just a jiff. Join us every Friday night at 10 on WKAC1080.com for Floydian Slip. It's your weekly hour of Pink Floyd. The grass was green and your fantasies. Take all the red paint. Take all the white. Hey, I'm Craig Bailey, your host for an hour from the dark side of the moon. An hour of Pink Floyd. Floydian Slip. Friday nights at 10 right here on WKAC1080.com. Here's a safety tip from the Athens Gas Department. It's important that we respect natural gas and take precautions to prevent accidents. Without safety, natural gas can be a fire hazard, cause an explosion, or even produce carbon monoxide poisoning. Right now, Athens Gas Department is working hard to keep the city of Athens safe by replacing old gas lines. So join the campaign. Be precautious and keep your home safe informed. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big. Add Staples. Ends 528. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. We've all had a little trouble social distancing from our refrigerators, and our waistlines have suffered. However, Skechers would like to help you get back on track with our incredible Go Walk footwear, because once you put on Skechers Go Walks, they're so comfortable, you'll be inspired to get out there and start walking. Skechers is the comfort technology company, and Go Walks are fully loaded with all the comfort and performance innovations you need. Find the number one walking footwear in the world, Skechers Go Walk, for men and women at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. 
If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. In the last few minutes of our time with Brittany Leonard Brown, who is running for District Judge Place 2 from Limestone County, and that does apply to the entire county, we're going to hear from her what she thinks she brings to the table and why you would be doing a good thing, a smart thing, the right thing to vote for. So what do you bring to the table? What is it that you makes you the best choice? Well, first, I'll talk about experience. I have been practicing for six years. I've been practicing under two amazing attorneys, great mentors. I hope they're okay. I say their names <laughs> on air. Shane Black and Ann Burroughs. They said, law school, you learn a lot in law school, but not really how to practice law. Uh, you learn how to read law, apply law. And again, you're doing it in a classroom, not in practice. Having the two of them really guide me on how to do that in real life has been one of the greatest blessings of working. And they are backing you in this, even though they don't want to see you go. uh, I was extremely nervous to tell them because I was not sure how they would react, but they have been so supportive my the entire firm has been supportive hand Aaron all harrison sell um i get emails from some of the birmingham attorneys hey let me know if i can come knock on doors for you so it's been great and throughout that practice i have practiced in so many different areas that i'm confident no matter the issue i can handle it because i have I had to handle so many different areas of law in my practice. So you've packed a whole lot of experience into six years. A whole lot. And, and you know, I, I might add, it is not without precedent in North Alabama that judges are appointed at times before they're very old. And that can be a disaster or it can be <laughs> wonderful. No. I think personally that um, if you are someone who has that already in your heart as a young person and you're already gathering that wisdom all that lies ahead is that you will gather more wisdom and more experience and we have seen excellent examples of that in our own county yes ma'am and so um i would hope that you're not getting a lot of grief over the fact that you don't have gray hair yet now i haven't gotten grief over the years i've been practicing but since I'm from here, everyone's known me my entire life. And there's like, <laughs> everyone says, there is no way that you're old enough to become a judge yet. And my response is always the same. Well, in a few months, I'd be old enough to run for president. So Yeah, there you go. I mean, who knew that you had to be 35? So, all right. What would you say is the single most reason why people should vote for you? We've got 10 seconds. My love of my community. I've been serving it my entire life. I will continue serving it no matter the outcome of this. Every decision I make, of course, will be based on law, but also what's best for this community. There you go. You have heard it straight from Brittany Leonard Brown, who is running for district judge. Vote for her on May 24th if you feel she's the best choice. This is Allie Turner. We'll see you in a week. You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.